Hello, and welcome to another episode of Quilt Buzz, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Erin of Miha Handmade. Hi. Now, before we jump feet first into all the quilty fun today, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Erin? Yeah, I am in Denver, um, the front range of the Rocky Mountains. Uh, During office hours, I'm a public policy researcher, so I focus on um, education, public policy, and how to improve outcomes for students in uh, kindergarten through post-secondary. And outside of office hours, I sit at my sewing machine. So I'm either working on a new quilt pattern, testing a quilt pattern, or um, testing a quilt pattern for other designers out there. Very cool. Okay, so could you tell us more about your Instagram um, handle and your journey? How did all that begin? Yeah, actually the journey and the handle are kind of related. Um, For folks who don't speak Spanish, Mija is... uh, like short for my daughter. Um, so, uh, uh, my mother passed away while I was in college, but there's a little bit of a story to this. She sewed while I was growing up. And so I have so many memories of just falling asleep under her sewing machine. Um, but she made garments, not quilts. And when it came time for me, I don't know, everybody has to choose a creative outlet at some point in their life. So when it came time for me to choose mine, I don't know how I landed on quilting, but I did. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I had that connection to my mother. Uh, cause it's the closest sitting at a sewing machine is the closest thing to a conversation I get to have with her as an adult. Right. So mm-hmm. I just, I really needed to keep that, um, the little bit of like nickname and loving conversation that we would have. Um, together and present with me. So it's actually, for me, it's a joyous handle um, being able to remember my mother that way. Plus I was an English major in college and I like the sound of it. Um, it's not, it's not alliteration because I think technically you need three consonants for it to be alliteration, but I've got the me and the maid and the ha and the handmaid. And so I think it's like you you euphony i think is the word i don't know mm. pleasant combination of sounds me <laughs> handmade so did you start quilting before you started your instagram handle because yes. yours you're pretty new on it me handmade is pretty new on instagram right yeah yeah i uh i my husband and i moved to we were living in boston uh, oh yeah we, went, <laughs> we, we met in college in Boston and then moved to Martha's Vineyard for a year and Martha's Vineyard in the winter is for a couple of 22 year olds is like the pandemic light you don't have money you can't go anywhere everybody who lives there is retired um, so we spent a lot of time in our in the house together and so I started quilting then, which was 2011, um, and my oldest whip is from 2011, actually, from that time that we lived on the vineyard, and it's still downstairs in my basement. <laughs> I'm surprised it even made it through, like, through the moves. 
Well, because it's like half, it's quilted. I'm, it, I was practicing my free motion and mm. quilting on it um, in each different block. And so now I look at my earliest ones. I'm like, I cannot put this on my couch. It's going to stay in that pile. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with your work yet, could you describe your quilting style? Yeah, I, um, my quilting style is a chaos of color. Like if you look at my Instagram page and aren't immediately assaulted by color, like I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, so I'm, I think I'm, I'm attracted primarily to opportunities to use bright colors and lots of them. I also really like the adjective graphic. Like if you could apply graphic design to quilts where each kind of quilting element stands on its own or has impact or has weight. Uh, Those are the kind of patterns that I like to make and um, design. Now, you mentioned that you were an English major um, in college. Did you have a creative outlet? Like, did you explore something before quilting? Or was this kind of that, you know, after graduating, first job, stuck on Martha's Vineyard? (laughs) I think I've always had a balance of I've needed a creative outlet and I needed an analytical uh, pastime. So in college, I really, I wasn't a creative writing major, but I probably should have been a creative writing major. (laughs) Um, and then once I had my full-time desk job and had a much more structured approach to the things I was doing to earn money, I needed that creative outlet. Those kind of balanced each other. So quilt pattern writing is a fairly new thing for Mihala Handmade. So could you tell us a little bit about um, how did you get into it and who taught you to write quilt patterns? It is pretty new for me. I've only got one pattern out uh, and I'm working on my second and third quilt patterns um, at the moment. And I know what my fourth is. So like there's a whole path ahead of me. Um, But As for how I got started, it was this weird convergence of um, I was starting to follow more quilters on Instagram and um, I was really into, or still really am into Laura at New Song Quilting Company. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. She, the things that she does with like colors. Oh my God. Like sense of color. It's it's incredible. So her relationship with her long arm quilter, like how do I find someone like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I was just soaking up everything she was doing with like very straightforward shapes, right? She mm-hmm. uses, uh, and then at the same time, I was testing the, she, my first ever pattern test, the sheer quilt pattern for Rochelle Handmade. Um, and so I had those kind of this like color and design inspiration from Laura over here and the like getting to see behind the scenes, the like technical aspect mm-hmm. from Rochelle over here. And I thought I've got literally nothing else to do. It's, <laughs> it's like December, 2020. <laughs> I'll try it myself. When did you start the Miha handmade handle? Like November, 2020. Okay. Um, and then, so, you, I mean, you, earlier on, you mentioned that, you know, with your design style, it's very colorful and, you know, you go I mean, Laura from New Song Quilting is one great place for like colorful palettes and inspiration. Um, Is there another place where you go and find color inspirations or how do you just kind of develop that and push that, put that all together in your work? 
I have a like saved folder on Instagram. You know how you can save mm-hmm. pictures. So I save a ton every time I think of like, this is pretty, I need to come back to it. Um, and I think my process is really like, I just pick one of those pictures to build mm-hmm. off of. And then I play with all of my color uh, fabric swatches. Mm. And um, if I'm like scrolling through that section of your saved or your bookmarks on Instagram, are they pictures of quilts only or are they like of different like crafts or like pictures of like maybe a sunset in the background? Uh, not a ton of photography, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, more Not finished quilts, but a lot of fabric pulls right. uh, from folks. And then a lot of um, like illustrators. Mm. Um I think that's mostly what you would find in there. Um, and some like floral arrangements, I think, too, would probably, oh. those are the big things. I would never thought about floral, floral arrangements. Like I would think of other things like maybe street art or like a sunset because those colors are always gorgeous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you found, I know it's been not a terribly long amount of time, but have you sensed that your style has been changing and evolving as you've started writing patterns? I, uh, has it changed the bulb? I think if you take a look at kind of the first things that I posted on the, inst- on my Instagram page, on the Instagram, <laughs> on the Instagram, um, <laughs> they're still very, like, it's just mostly stripes. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's still true. Um, I would make a whole quilt top with stripes any day. Um, <laughs> Uh, just like so 42 inches at a time. Um, but I think I'm building on that. How do you take a simple graphic image, like a stripe and make it cozy, right? Mm -hmm. Like how do you make those just straight lines, something you want to cuddle up with? And I think maybe that's a good description of how I've evolved kind of the design part of Mihal Handmade. Mm, interesting. So Reels is a fairly new video feature on IG and you've really embraced that function. Could you uh, tell us how you come up with your ideas for your Reels? In my head, I feel like I've got this whole like ocean of creativity that's trying to get out. Um, but I only have like this tiny bathroom faucet through which to like send all of that creative <laughs> energy <laughs> and, and quilting takes up a fair amount of that, of that work. Um, and you can't execute on them necessarily all that fast, especially if you're working a full-time job, you know, mm-hmm. separate right, from quilting. Yeah. So the, making a reel is like, I can turn that tap on real quick and turn it off. It's manageable. I can get it done. It feels creative. I might get a couple laughs out of it, which is really what I'm here for. Um, <laughs> so I think the, the ideas for, for a, a reel in my head are not that dissimilar from ideas for a quilt. Um, it's just one I can do in an hour and another one is going to take me six months of writing and testing and choosing the fabric and marketing. So but. do you find that when you're about to start to create a new reel, cause yours are, are complicated and they have like scene cuts and like, there's a whole lot of videography going on there. Do you storyboard it out or do you like write a script or like how, or is it just like you hamming it up for the camera and then you kind of slice and dice? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> to all of them. <laughs> yes. <Love it. laughs> um, so there's one where I like find a quilt in the garden. <laughs> And that one, there's like a plot to it, you know, there's like scene beats. Um, and that one I did, I actually drew out like, okay, this close up and then here's my face. And then I turn, um, and I did, I did that once. I don't think I've done that again. So you should have been a creative writing major. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, but other ones are a little bit more straightforward and I can just, I, I think like, okay, I need these like two shots and I'm yep. just going to do it while I'm sitting on my bed. Where do you find inspiration for the the jokes and things like that? Is it something that like you make fun of yourself about or your family makes fun of you about? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just that funny. Fair enough. <laughs> Are you um, available for like um, birthday stand parties? Up? And, stand up? Yeah. yeah, I'm a quilt clown. Actually, it's a quilted That's clown. terrifying. Costume. I'm kind of scared right now. Like, and I want to I, I start a GoFundMe to make this happen. I'm envisioning all this like yellow and red quilts thing. Yeah, happening. but I'm also envisioning like like an old bug that you like come up, you honk the horn and you pop out. I'm like, Oh my God. Ah! I'm so scared. It sounds like Ronald McDonald, but like scarier. Like, no. Instead of clowns coming out of the car, you're just like just pulling quilts. quilts. Yes. Oh, yes. Ooh, that's really cool. <laughs> that's, oh, that's where Wendy wait, got on board. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Imagine if you put like fabric scraps into something and then you pull it out and it's like quilt blocks. How wicked would that be? Or, Real idea. You know, yeah. These are how my real ideas come up. I just am ridiculous in what I think about. Oh, okay. Can you do like this reel where you're in a top hat, dressed as a magician? Can you do that, please? And then just shoop, shoop, shoop. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'll get on it. Maybe in a couple weeks, but I'll get oh, on it. Maybe you can probably start this viral trend on Instagram among quilters with that. Of magicians? Yeah. You got a problem? Uh, it's not wondering. a clown. It's not that scary. It might be a little bit too niche. I have a I have a magicianish reel. I'm like pointing oh, at yes. um, with your iron. Yes. So yeah. the some ideas don't translate, right? Like I in that reel, I think I switch between uh, like my rotary blade and uh -huh. an iron and like a thing of thread based on like what I'm doing with the block. Yeah, uh, like the like the, how I'm building out the block. I don't know if that quite translated in you know this little tiny screen. But I thought it idea. worked. Oh great! I thought do it was genius. Get, I mean, I remember it. Comments? Do I get what comments? Any concerned comments like about my witchcraft? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking we need to build a bonfire. <laughs> like, yes, it's the right time of year for it. it I'm is. all into spooky season, so I will be embracing my quilt witchness. Oh, oh fair enough, fair enough. Or maybe you can do a quilt ghost, like put a quilt, quilt over your head. I love a quilt ghost. Yeah, video. but can you imagine? It's all your it. whips haunting you. Like, <gasps> We've got like three real ideas already. It's true. So some fabric company needs to hire us because we are an idea machine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so do you have like a background in film production or something similar in that field? Because the videos are pretty awesome. I'm so glad to hear that because I see all of the like technical failure, not failures, but like things I would like to improve if I paid for my apps. Um, but no, no, I, the, um, the one where I real, I first realized 
I'm doing air quotes, how easy reels can be. Um, the one, I think the caption is like, uh, when you don't have a design wall and then I'm holding up all of these different like mm-hmm. units of the quilt top that will go together. I had zero idea how to execute that, but I woke up that morning with the idea. Wouldn't it be cool if there were a bunch of me holding up these quilt yeah, blocks? I remember that. Um, and I, I don't know if I can fully explain my thought process beyond, I think I'm just going to try standing in different parts of the frame and figure out how to stitch them together. So there's like little pieces of the uh, tape on the ground mm-hmm. that like I knew I had to stand in between each and like try and not cross some plane between them. Mm-hmm. But that was it. I was like, I'll, I got to film it and then see if I can, if I can find something that'll put it together. You just answered my question about like, how do you ensure <laughs> that you are standing in that right, correct position when mm-hmm. you are filming? So there's a couple times where I'll mark the floor mm-hmm. Um and then other times, uh, my husband will like stand behind the camera and help pick where that line is that I can't cross. And so sometimes I can't see it, so he'll actually have to watch me. Um, mm-hmm. But as I've learned more, I've actually done a couple of the like multiple Aaron videos um, on my own now. Do you have any special equipment? Uh, I don't think you need special equipment. I actually. My first tripod, I like duct taped my phone to a stepladder. Mm-hmm. <gasps> <Wow>. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, that stepladder came with our house. We call it our half a million dollar stepladder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, I mean, it's you don't. I don't need a ton. I eventually, I in, invested. It's like the cheap online tripod. Um, eventually, I got a tripod because it was just faster to set up. Mm-hmm. But yep. that's really it I use my phone and my my laptop sometimes um and the tripod and I don't even natural have light when I try for natural light I think that part of why I like reels is I'm a terrible photographer I don't know how to edit a photo <laughs> for my life and the like our quilting community has like relatively high expectations around composition in your photos and good lighting um because we're sophisticated quilters and consumers of photos and um we don't yet have that same expectation for reels necessarily yeah, so I've done a couple that are in terrible basement lighting and well they don't it doesn't matter they still work yeah. it's a much more casual um, yeah. vehicle yeah. Mm. yeah 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 are you also on tiktok I have my TikTok account. I think it's this. I think it's the same. I'm pretty sure there's the, the Miha that. <laughs> so handmade. you go on all the time. Is what, I, I, what I used to do is just upload my reel on Instagram and then immediately switch apps and upload the identical thing on TikTok. And then I had to uh, restart my phone, like pull everything off and re-upload everything. And I never bothered putting TikTok back on. So there's like maybe five. Wow. Cool. <laughs> when you, uh, earlier when you said that you used your laptop as one of your tools, is that like something that you film with or is that something that you edit your videos with? That's something I edit with. So um, sometimes my eyes just get really tired and I can't look at my iPhone anymore and I need a bigger screen. It's really uh, hard sometimes, especially if you're trying to edit like the captions. Uh, mm-hmm. It's bad. 
Um, I use three main editing tools Mm -hmm. and one of them is iMovie and I can't, you, 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 it's only on your laptop. So I have Mm -hmm. to use that one. Um, the other is Adobe Premiere Rush. It's free for your iPhone. It's a really good app. The third tool I use is a app called Splice. Um, there's a free and a paid version. I use the free version. Um, and I really, I use splice mostly when I want to add text to the video. I almost never use the in-app video, um, editing tools. One, they're like subject to change at any point in time, whenever Instagram or TikTok wants to change their (laughs) workflow. Like I don't want to have to change my workflow because they did that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I focus mainly on those three. I don't know. I don't know if I can really articulate when I use iMovie versus when I use uh, Premiere Rush. Except sometimes I want to work on my laptop, and sometimes I can get it done on my phone very easily. Mm. And do you find yourself that you're using, if you're editing one specific Instagram reel, are you using more than one app to edit? Often, right. often I'll go in between apps. Um, because it like when there are multiple errands in the video, I find mm. that like one tool will be better than another. Um, even if I do use the uh, yeah, like the Instagram video recording, I'll often download that video mm. and then do something elsewhere. Um, again, because I just don't want to learn. I'm, I don't want to learn another tool. So I, I don't know how to I mean, ask. You're using three apps just to edit one Instagram reel. Like, so don't get, you don't also, that you don't have to use multiple apps. Like they could totally be done in one. This is just the like, it's just Aaron. Yeah. I'm too Aaron. much. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron does it too much. Oh. So like, okay. So for videos where the, where we see there's more than one of you, how does how do you produce that? Because I've Wendy been wants dying to know. To know. <laughs> uh, so two, I've done it two ways. Um, if I can be very still, so the the design wall one, mm-hmm. those are actually screenshots of that particular sl- oh, frame that okay. I've like trimmed down to be the appropriate size. <gasps> And then I just add them next to each other like columns. Oh. And then in, uh, um, and I did that in iMovie. Mm-hmm. Um, in ones where I'm like talking to myself and there's actually video on both sides, um, I tend to use Premiere Rush for that because there's a um, very easy tool. Um, where you can crop a video in to a certain point. I don't, I don't know if it's like pixels or whatever, but you crop it in 50 and that's like half screen. And so if I've planned the frame, uh, well enough, if it's very, if it's still, if it's just like me talking over a table, I can just make sure that the halfway mark is right down the middle of the table and then I just trim one video into the right and I trim one video into the left and then the app puts some smushes them together. Hmm. For someone who is just starting out with reels or trying to dive into them, what are your top three tips for starting? Um, I think copy 
copy, copy, like absolutely reels is are reels are meant to be uh, iterative. Like you are supposed to do kind of almost exactly the same thing as you saw somebody else do. The, the algorithm really rewards that. So mm-hmm. don't feel bad about seeing something you like and trying it on your own would be the first one. Um, the second one, start with free apps. I, you, there's no need to invest any money in this. We're all trying to figure it out and we have no answers. So until we do use the free stuff. Um, and then the, the last one I think is, um, focus on like using music. So you can, if you don't know, you can save music, um, that's being used from other reels. Oh, yeah. So did not know that. I think there might be limitations on yeah. some music if you have a business account. That's right. Yeah, because um, I can only use non-copyright in, um, music because I have a business account. So. Yeah. yeah. So if you see a reel that you like, I think it's kind of on the bottom right. There's a little square that shows mm-hmm. you the audio icon. So if you tap on that, it'll take you to another screen of um, – other reels that have used that audio. And then if you can save the audio, there'll be an option right at the top. So use that kind of save audio. Um, and you and it, and they pop up in your saved um, images the same way. Like if you save or tag a photo you like, you, oh, go, you go there to you find your saved audio. So that's, it's use the audio or think that's cute, but make it quilts. Right. So I think that's how a lot of people come up with their like, oh, here's a line from a movie. How do I make it about quilts? So mm-hmm. um, if you I'm trying to think of like a Disney movies, because those have lines that are very popular. So if you're thinking about like the Lion King and there's the line where there's a scene where Mufasa and Simba are like looking out over their mm-hmm. kingdom and Mufasa says everything the light touches is ours. Right. That's like all of your favorite quilting methods. You could just put it on text, uh, put text on the screen. (laughs) And then when Simba says, but what's that dark place over there? And Mufasa says, oh, we don't go there. That's like English paper piecing if you don't like English paper piecing, right? (laughs) Like it's just like cute. That idea is cute, but make it quilts. So those are two really easy places Mm. to start. And if someone was, if people are willing to spend money to create reels, um, what sort of filming equipment would you recommend investing for reels or TikTok videos? Um, the tripod, again, I, I get, that's the only piece of equipment that I've spent money on. And it's just so nice to like be able to kick that thing up in two seconds and move it around. Um, and then if you're trying to have a more kind of complicated shot set up, you don't have to retape your phone to your <laughs> half a million dollar step ladder. What has been the most surprising and like joyful or joyful surprise of, you know, getting into these little videos? That they can be so humorous. You know, I think, um, I think there are lots of people who do transitions really well in reels. Um, but I thought, what I liked my particular flavor of reels is that they are really um, like an internal narration, right? Of like, th- this is the joke that I want to make because it's how I'm thinking of my day. And, I, and I, I liked that. It's fun to have a little, not just an artistic outlet, but a comedic outlet. <laughs> 
So do you have any quilting goals for this year? Yeah. Um, I want to get out my second and third pattern. They're going to be twin patterns. Um, Very excited for that. And it's nice to know that I've got my fourth pattern lined up. I feel like there's a little bit of anxiety, like, what do I do next? But I already know what I'm going to do next. Um, it's very, uh, and the fourth one is very influenced by the like wearable quilt trend. So I'm hoping to get that out before we're tired of wearing our quilts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, it is time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Erin? Yes. Anna, why don't you kick us off? Do you have a TikTok account and what is the handle? Yes. I think it's miha.handmade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And of the three apps that you use to edit your reels and your TikTok videos, which one is your favorite? Premiere Rush. What's What's the one video filming equipment, piece of equipment you can't live without? My tripod. What is your favorite time of day to quilt? Anytime before 7 p.m. What happens at 7 p.m.? Yeah. Quilting wakes me up and I can't, if I quilt <laughs> too late in the evening, like I cannot fall asleep. Too much. I didn't know this was, a, this was a gremlin situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you may have answered this question already, but I'm going to ask anyway. So where do you sew? I have a quilting room in the basement. And do you wear shoes while sewing? Nope. Barefoot. Music, Netflix, podcasts, or silence while sewing? YouTube video essays. And what is your current favorite? Uh, there's the channel is called The Arts Hole. He's like an Irishman who does these like Western European art history videos. What is your favorite snack while quilting? Stroopwaffle. Favorite traditional block? I'm really into a square and a square right now. Oh, they're fun. And what is your favorite color? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite brand of solids? Michael Miller Cotton Couture. And what is your favorite color from that brand? Acid. What color fabric do you use the most? My husband has said it's not Miha Handmade without that green color in it. <laughs> solids or print fabrics? Solids. And who is your favorite fabric designer? Hope Johnson. Her Dusk Till Dawn line was the first kind of collection of prints that really made me stop and think, I could I could learn to use prints. And what is the last fabric you bought? Uh, Speckled by Rashida Coleman Hale. I think it's a good gateway fabric for solid good, lovers. Yeah. What is your favorite quilt shop? Wooden Spools in South Denver, uh, they are a, what do they call themselves? It's, it's not it's not used fabric. It's relived, revived, revived fabric. Yeah. Um, so you can like sell them your unused, unwashed fabric. And then I think they also work directly with like sh- other, like shops or non-individuals to get fabric so on the like bolt surplus too. and stuff. Cool. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, how do you organize your fabric? Your question implies that I organize my fabric. <laughs> I'm glad you're honest about that. Mine's <laughs> no, I, I try, but I, yeah. 
I don't know, like I clean between projects. And so if I'm in the middle of a project, I'm just like putting things away to get them out of my way, not to stay organized. Um, so what do you do with your scraps? I keep them for days when I need like inspiration. I just play with them. And what sewing notion couldn't you live without? My same ripper. <laughs> We're best frenemies. <laughs> Pressing preference. Anything that lets me nest seams. Yes. So to the side. Yeah. Amanda did a little happy dance just then. If you mm-hmm. didn't see that, guys. Um, With my own silent disco. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pick one, HSD curves or strip piecing? Strip piecing every day, all day. Machine or hand bind? Both. Machine on one side and your hand finish on the other. Spray, pin, or thread based? Liberally spray. And do you pre-wash sometimes, always, never? Never. (laughs) What's your favorite part of the quilting process? All of them, but I really love um, pressing my fabrics when I get them out of the mail. That's, I love, it's like, it's the possibilities are completely open to you. You're getting to know your fabric. You're introducing (laughs) yourself to them. You're learning about it. Um, so do you talk to your fabrics while you iron? I was going to ask if she sings to them. <laughs> I'm going to start, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to start. Next real idea. Uh, I was going to about to say, can you make this into a real idea? Yeah. <laughs> like me serenading my 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 fabric. Yeah. I feel like that could be a little, a fun little show of giving people prompts, like charades or something, mm-hmm. and having a reel off. Mm-hmm. I like it. What's your least favorite part of the quilting process? I try to really love the ball. Like I work at not hating any part of the process because then I won't do it. If I don't like it, I won't do it. So, But if you had to pick one? <sighs> uh, probably basting. And what's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? I wish I was more constant in my perfectionism versus I don't care. I never know when which is going to pop up. And I'd, I'd like to just be one or the other. Uh, who is your quilty BFF? You know, when I need a laugh, um, Caitlin at Archaeus Quilting, um, she's freaking hilarious. She's so funny. Um, so I'll just go to her page and scroll around or just respond to one of her, her stories and we'll, we'll have a good laugh. It's nice. <laughs> and who is your quilty crush? Laura at New Song Quilting Co. I've never spoken to her, but I just love what she does. What is your favorite recent make? I like the quilt tops that I'm testing right now for myself. I mean, isn't your most recent make always your most favorite make? No, absolutely not. (laughs) There are some I hate making from start to finish. Same. (laughs) Yep. And how many quilts are in your whip pile right now? In the like maybe eight to 10 range. Yeah, let's call it that. And where do you store those whips? Away where I can't see them. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, do you have any other interests or hobbies? Um, I CrossFit. Um, and then we're trying to get in all of our like summer hikes now that it's finally cool enough to go outside. On that note, we've got just a couple more questions for you. And first up is who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? Okay. 
the first Haley Morris three for reels. Like you just get a good idea of how somebody narrates their thoughts and um, she's hilarious uh, for kind of general creative energy inspiration. Rachel uh, Maxi, I think, uh, M-A-K-S-Y. She's a YouTuber and has like really funny videos, but I just like the way that she approaches like sharing her creative works and energy with folks. And if you want to do more reels, like it's just a nice inspiration. Um, and the third is the language nerds for fun. They just talk about the English language a lot and make jokes. <laughs> and before we sign off, do you have any fun projects on the horizon that you can share with us? Um, I've got some fun Christmas stuff planned. Very excited about it. And then um, I said earlier, my fourth quilt pattern, which I haven't really talked about on Instagram at all. Um, very inspired by wearable quilts. Um, I just need to, most of the stuff lives pretty well formed in my head. I just need to find time to get it out on paper. Like we all have to find time. So on that note, we need to wrap today up and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can probably most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quarter. Anna. I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Aaron. I'm at Miha the Handmade. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's show, we hope that you subscribe to the podcast and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you love by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, it'd make our day. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Bye.